Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we are going to jump straight into our opinions on the Housewives Bravo tea of it all. So let's get into... That's my opinion! All right. First, we want to talk about... What else do you think it is, guys? It is definitely the Real Houses of New York City, because that's all we ever fucking talk about, even though it's been off the air for a year and a half. So there are some rumors going around that Andy has seen the first couple episodes of the Sonia and Lou spinoff. And what's going around town is that they think they made a mistake, which we have been preaching on this podcast for months now, mind you, but they definitely made a mistake. There's a name to the uh, to the Sonia and Luann thing. It's like Sonia and Luann take blank city. There's a city. I forget the name of it, but it starts with a B. It's Sonia and Luann take something. Um, I mean, listen, you could show me five fucking seconds of whatever that show is, and I would tell you it's the greatest mistake on earth that we're not seeing you didn't even need to show me any footage at all you show me a fucking photo of luann in a cornfield and i'd say put it on bravo i mean i already saw like the stuff like them walking into a barn and i was like get this on my tv now um apparently the reboot is not working the way that they wanted it to and Um, we three women have dropped yeah those three women are all the ones that we were excited for because you know we are two Latinx boys here and we were like wanting some Latina blood on there and every woman that's dropped is Latina. They all dropped. They all <laughs> every said, oh, single I'm not, one. I'm not signing on to this flop. They were like, no, baby. And they were all like the fashion girlies too. And it's just like the cast that we... We're not going to go over this rumored cast because it's just going to keep... Fuck this. Um, the cast <laughs> that has been posted is terrible. Terrible. Horrible. Utterly horrible. I mean, so if the rumors are right that Andy's like, let's put uh, Roni without legacy on the forefront. There's also rumors that they want to spin off Girlfriends in Paris, which I don't know if that's true because Girlfriends in Paris. I watched one episode, actually, and I watched on a plane and it was good. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. Um those ratings are in the fucking dumpster. Um, I believe they have like 1.9 or not even just 0.9 million viewers, which is so bad. Um, uh, so I don't see that being a possibility of them rebooting it or kind of spinning off of Real Girlfriends in Paris to Real Girlfriends in New York, which is what I would want it to be. Um, throw that on Peacock. I obviously want Roni sans legacy just roni to be roni but if we're gonna make it roni then we have to i think we should just like if they're gonna keep it roni like maybe still add new blood to that you know yeah, yeah like sure. just keep it what it's gonna be and then have it the six that we thought it was gonna be with jill dorinda sonia luann tinsley and kelly i still think we need ramona but that would be iconic uh, so iconic i want it Obviously, I, I want it. Leah as a friend. I think that would Girl, be... Girl, that is not going to happen. I mean, listen. We, we have sail. not seen... We've not seen uh, Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3, which we're getting some tea out of that from... Well, it sounds like she barely makes it out of that one alive. So, like... I don't... I don't yeah, I don't think... And also, she... Um, let it be known that she did not leave early. She stayed the entire time. She said that is false. That oh, like, where was that? Um, on one of her lives, Instagram live. Damn, you're watching everybody's lives. 
you know, a girl has a lot of time. <laughs> I'm on a little sabbatical from life, so I have a lot of time. Uh, let's get into this Ultimate Girls Trip 3 um, tea, though. So... Speaking of lives, I watched Candace's live where she spoke a lot about Ultimate Girlship, and Whitney was recently on Tamara and Teddy's terrible fucking podcast. Um, I tried to listen to that again today, and I was like, my God, this is a bad podcast. But they're a, they get good tea, honestly. They're Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like a good source of like information, but it's like not very like... No, their intros are bad. They're like everything about their their transitions are bad. Like they try to make hee hee ha ha's, um, like recapping housewives, and like there's no hee hee or ha ha. So like it's just embar- embarrassing. Um, so from what Whitney said, that two people got extremely sick on the trip, and Candace said this as well. Candace said that Ultimate Girls Trip season three was worse than like any season of Potomac that she's done recently. And oh my God. Let, let you not forget, she got physically assaulted one season. <laughs> Um, she said she's still dealing with the trauma of it. She was like, it was just so scary, like, being in a foreign place and watching people get that ill, like, without having, like, you know, Western medicine or, I don't know, having, like, U.S., you know, <laughs> being in the U.S. Um, Who do you think got sick? I don't know. You know what? Who was the first person that came into your mind? Because someone, like, immediately came into my mind. I want to know if it's the same person. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> Are you ready? One, two, three, Marisol. Marisol. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. No. 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 Yes, yes. Literally, first the first person that came to that my was mind was the first person that came to my mind. She's like, so frail. I know, yeah. Like I get to see her like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I just don't want my Alexia to be sick, but I'm thinking like Marisol and I don't know. Who knows about the who knows about the other one? Um Okay, so she also said that the drama with Heather, like, came into season, from season three of Salt Lake, came into um, Ultimate Girlship. Also, she kind of deep dive into them being cousins, and she said that her and Heather were acquaintances for years, like, they saw each other out, and until they got casted on the show and started, like, test filming, they didn't really become, like, as close as they were. Then Heather had someone pass away in her family, and Whitney came over and, like, I guess, like, brought food and stuff, like, wanted to kind of, like, you know, mourn with her. And Heather brought out her family tree, and that's when they figured out, oh, my God, my great-grandfather is your great-grandmother's sis-brother. And we're cousins. That's so weird. It's it's weird. It's so giving weird. it's giving inbred. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so she said she bought. Whitney said she bonded the most with Candace, which Candace also said she bonded the most with. I believe Whitney and Leah. And speaking of Leah, um, Whitney said that the most dramatic person on the trip was Miss Leah McSweeney. And she said Giselle brought the most drama. And she said her and Candace were the ones that were kind of like partying all night long, which is kind of why they became the closest, which I guess they're the youngest from the cast too, 
which kind of makes sense. And let us not forget Portia's infamous TikTok, which did not feature Leah. So I'm going to guess that, like, obviously there was a lot of drama there. But do you think your faves are fighting? I think my faves are fighting. I think the girls are fighting. And it's, like, so hard. But, like, also, it's not hard because I'm a fan of drama. And anything that's going to, like, make Leah not, like... Obviously, I need people to like her again because I want Bravo to be in her good graces so she can get a second chance or a third chance at being on TV, you know? Um, you know. You know, I just want to see her, like, in New York City. Um, it is so funny because you're, like, literally, literally, I think that there's more, like, Teddy Mellencamp fans than Leah McSweeney fans at this point. Oh. I feel like you're, like, one of the only Leah fans, like, I've ever, like, come in contact with. Actually, my manager and one of my friends, Kevin, is a very big Leah fan. He got her book signed. Um, and he's the one that sent me the live. <laughs> she said she did not leave that trip early. Um, but I mean, I do love Leah, but I don't love Leah as much as I love Portia. Like Portia's top three housewives to me. Yeah. That's my girl. That is Where does my... Leah fall for you? I don't, I don't think she falls in like top 10. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think she falls. I don't think she falls at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, on, like, I love her as a housewife and I love her as a Roni wife. But I also, I think I just, like, like her more as, like, a person. I I see, like, the cool downtown New Yorker that could be for Roni. So I think that's why I connect with her. I think you connect with her because she is one of those people that, like, you would be friends with. Like, I oh. would come and see you in New York and you'd be like, this is my friend Leah. Like, she's super cool. Like, blah, 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 blah. She has like, a daughter. <laughs> yeah, like, I that's I think that's why you, like, connect with her. She's very your vibe. Oh, she's totally my vibe. Like, you've met my friends in the city, too. Like, you, that she's, I, she would yeah. easily be at a dinner with one with us. And my friends are like, you've met them, obviously. They're, we're very chaotic. Like, we're very, very chaotic. Um... But yeah, I feel like I'd be friends with her, but she does not fall in my top 10. I don't think I, I'm not like delusional. I can't say she's an incredible housewife because she really only had one good season under her belt. And then she had, you know, what was season 13. Um, but yeah, Portia to me falls in top three. Dorit falls in like sometimes number one territory. Um, I love a Brandy Glanville. She's definitely in my top five. Um, I mean, Bethany Frankel for sure is up there. There's a lot, you know? Yeah, no, I feel ya. I feel ya. I Barlow is creeping up there in my top ten. I Lisa, mean, Lisa's in my top three at the moment. And then I have to throw in like for me, I can't do a top ten without throwing in like a fucking. Did I already say Bethany? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't throw in like I have to throw in like Sonia and Luann. Like those two to me are just yeah. I, honestly, icon. my top ten is like the entire Roni cast. <laughs> Literally, any <laughs> season combined. Karen Huber. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like you know like anyone who's ever been on rounds out <laughs> you're like cindy barship and then like like Nini. literally like roadie's biggest flops like rank higher for me than like most housewives <laughs> i mean also like i love so i posted a clip today on the um instagram and it was that scene where i never really like noticed how in sync bethany and tinsley got up during that scene where dorinda takes a knife and tries to like stab her hand or whatever oh i um, love that scene like the way that tinsley and bethany get up in sync and are just like la la la, la. there <laughs> and you said it there like i was late there we go. like something it was like okay 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> it it's is so his. good. Oh my god! And then somebody in the comments said, like, there's so many underrated Bethany and Tinsley moments that if you rewatch, which obviously both of us have rewatched a billion times, right. you notice. And I was like, do you remember that Miami trip where Bethany and Tinsley wake up next to each other every single night of that trip? And it's like they really made a bond during they season did. eleven. It's, fo- it's so funny because like it's true we have watched it like so many times like the other day i like came home from like going out for like the browns game and everything like and i was like little drunky and i like crawled into bed and i just put on the premiere of roadie season 10 and it just made me feel so happy oh <laughs> uh, that's such a like that's a dark season for me to watch though also we can talk about this tea there was a blind item recently that uh bethany and carol were seen out in the hamptons together Oh yeah, that is true. Uh, that would—I well, don't know me... if it's true, true, but like I know that that's going blind on. Blind yeah. That to me is like something that I don't even want to see play out on TV again because I feel like it was no. so dark, and I feel like, like I think that Beth. I said this to one of our group chats. Um, Bethany went through a very dark divorce with uh, that man. Remember, he was like shitting all over the house and leaving it for her there. Um, he was, do- <laughs> he was horrible, horrible, horrible. And then he would call her by her mother's name. Was it Bernadette? Yeah. You would just call her and be like, hey, Bernadette. He was so horrible. And then so I, feel so, I feel so bad that the, the baby. Okay, but I think him. that everything that Bethany went through with that horrible man still doesn't like lead up to what or like compare to what she had with Carol. Like, I think that is still a greater loss for her. Yeah. Like, I like obviously not like financially or like the fucking hell that she went through. But I think like just the breakup with him, like I think her and Carol were, was a bigger breakup for her. And I don't think yeah. she has it's a so, lot of friends It is like so that. sad. And I really do hope that the rumors are true that they've like reconnected. Like, I hope that they've at least broken bread. Broken bread. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been watching um, Bethany's cooking TikToks because like, okay, she's she, the drugstore makeup is just, uh, I watch every single one of them. And now we've gotten into fashion territory where she's doing high lows in fashion. It's just bizarre. Like she tried to compare a Chanel crossbody to an Aldo crossbody. And she's like, I use them just as much. I love them the same. And I'm like, yeah, you love that $60 Aldo crossbody. The same that you love that padded quilted Chanel from the Karl Lagerfeld era. I'm sure, mama. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm so sure. But anyways, she's back into the uh, being a natural chef of it all. And she told me to put cumin powder. or the fuck that's called? Cumin? 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 Are you talking about cumin? Yeah, that. Uh, she told me to put that in my you and Teresa. Why can't you guys pronounce that fucking spice? Cumin. Do you remember? Do you remember that? I'm <laughs> no. sorry. She's like, she's like, comment. <laughs> I mean, I at least know it's like not a not a com. It's a Q. Um, she told me to put that in a. She did in a chicken salad. I don't eat chicken. I eat tuna. So I put it in my tuna salad. Boy, what a hit! Okay, <laughs> well, so good. She deserves jail time for the celery salad thing. She was going to make celery the new kale, but kale's kind of over too. Like, I don't think the girls are eating kale. Celery is not a base. Like, I'm sorry. No, celery is not a fucking base. It's not a base. No, celery is something that needs to be thinly sliced. And, like, I I do love celery in a I do too. Salad, like, it's like, it's like a crunch. Like, I like I like crunchy vegetables. Um, also like, throwing I love, those. I love a cuke. Like, I love what? a cuke. Well, what the fuck is that? A cucumber. Oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like a cucumber on like like a like an egg salad or a tuna salad i like that i'm i made a really good egg salad the other day bethany's been really been like i mean she's been hitting it with the food she is a natural chef do you, do you know 
She is a natural chef. I did. She's a natural chef. Not, <laughs> she's not. You're not a cook. You're a chef. You're not a chef. You're a cook. Because I don't know if she's a cook or a chef. <laughs> Oh my I, God. We, can, we can quote Roni all day, guys, but uh, unfortunately, we don't have all day. But that is. That's my opinion! Now, let's get into our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. Everybody knows. They do. I talked about it with Sutton on the car right home. Kathy was just a little off. She kept asking everybody to do the conga line. And I don't think anybody wanted to do it. The next thing I know, she's in my face saying that she wanted to go home. And if you don't go home with me, you are not my friend. I saw some commotion, but I didn't really see anything. And I've known Kathy for a long time, more than some of the other girls in the group. Like how bad could the behavior been? I ran to the... All right, guys, let's talk about the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mo and I tested something on the last episode of a little different way to recap. Our format is going to be a little bit different. We asked you guys on Instagram and on the latest episode, which you prefer if you like the new format. And you guys like the new format. We got some positive feedback about it. So you guys know us. We are chaotic. We're crazy. So to go like in this like weird chronological, like this is what happened and this is where Kathy Hilton was and she was petting her dog here and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't make sense for us. So we just feel like we do an injustice to like when we start it, it's like we're high energy. And then by the end of it, when the meat and potatoes happens, we feel like we're doing you guys an injustice by not giving it our all into that. So we just want to kind of like try this out spitfire and i feel like if it goes good we're gonna go into salt lake and potomac season with it Mm -hmm. but you guys let us know like honestly this is just if you like the old format better like let us know yeah this wouldn't be a podcast without our like shit ton of fucking listeners that we have on the instagram who love to dm us because we love y'all like we've always said this is a conversation with friends and you let us know what you think um But yes, we love you guys here at It's About Bravo, and we always wanted to remain like a kiki, like a conversation with friends. So let us know if you guys like this format or if you like the old format. With that being said, let's get right into the Kathy Hilton of it all and how all of this has to do because of one thing, and it's no one would do the fucking tongue line with Kathy Hilton. (laughs) I like the delivery that Sutton gave in that, the... I mean, just the pure camp, the mysterious music behind her. Okay, speaking of top 10 Real Housewives, I um, sent this to uh, one of uh, my friends, Alex. I was like, listen, okay, Sutton has been working. She has been building her resume for me to enter the top 10. She has been building it, building it, building it. She has She put the cherry on the icing of the topping of the cake with... And Kathy wanted to do the conga line. <laughs> and no one else wanted to do it. It like her little arm wiggling, her the the music, like everything. I mean, it the was the inflection in the something was off, and I don't think any of us wanted to do it. <laughs> like, it was oh, but also like in the middle of the episode, I got to a point with 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 Sutton to where I was like, 
wow, this woman started off the season and arguably like maybe three episodes ago was like public enemy number one. And now she's gone full circle and is like friends with Erica slowly but surely. She has removed herself from the drama. She is sitting back, but she is still one of the key players. She's still giving us funny tidbits like the motherfucking conga line. Like what a legend. What an all-star. What a moment. She's, She's an all star. Get her on a girl's trip now. Like, she is you an get all-star. Sutton's track. Okay, I'm scared to see her alone, though. I'm not. Her- I think she's just great. I know. I mean, I'm scared for her mental well-being. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sutton- I, worry, I fear for her. Yeah. For, I mean, I, our girl is going to crack at any moment. I think that she needs, she needs a Beverly Hills girl to be with her. And that girl cannot be Kyle Richards because Kyle Richards is not her friend. Not but her I, friend. Like... You know what? Actually, I wouldn't mind if it was Garcelle and Sutton on a girl's trip. Oh, I'd love if it was Garcelle and Sutton on a girl's trip. Honestly, like, that okay, would be fun. The last podcast, which we posted clips of, which was a great episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. We had Reed Chandler on, who will be coming back on. He was so fucking funny. But it made it sound like we are not, like, Sutton and Garcelle fans. We are. Like, I said it. I, I'm oh, yeah. Everybody it made, I was this- listening to that back, and I was like, is Reed making me sound like a Garcelle and Sun hater? Because I no, am not. No, I, I love those two women. We just and we just went into fight or flight mode in that episode. But you're not going to bring my you're not going to bring my Dorit and the word fired up and think that it's okay. And that's what everybody can fall the fuck back. I don't care who you are in this cast. You're falling back <laughs> if you're going to bring up my girl. My Jaree Kemsley and say the word fired. No. Um, but no, I love Sun and I love Garcelle. I know you do too. And it's like we love everybody on this cast except for diana who i think can go and i mean even sheree had some moments this episode which i think were kind of funny to where i'm like yeah i thought they were tacky oh tacky as hell she's trying to put her name on a gift that wasn't i thought they were so tacky and annoying and like actually like said this gift is from both of us and garcelle said no it's not no you (laughs) no you know what i noticed in this episode you can tell that garcelle is like i'm handing you this ball. I'm handing you this diamond. Get in. I'm tapping you in. I want to bring you in. And she and you can see in Garcelle's eyes, like, baby, you're flopping. You can see Garcelle like being like, oh my God, what the fuck? You're embarrassing me. But like, I mean, even though she didn't agree with what she said in that kitchen scene when Garcelle was like, they were talking about the earrings and Garcelle on the reel, and Sheree said, I don't know. Those would be hard to give up. And she was like, just get out right now. I think even though she didn't agree, it was still a moment. And I want to say something right here now. We talked right. about this on the last podcast about the earrings and the giving them back. Um, oh, God. I'm not a fan of jewelry. I'm not. I, I like. I love jewelry, but I like, like, costume cheap jewelry. I mean, not my necklaces. Like, those are real gold. But, like, earrings and rings. Like, I like, like, vintage costume stuff because I lose things a lot. Um, if that was, like, a matte black 35 centimeter like embossed birkin i don't know you have to come no (laughs) we're gonna have to talk we're gonna have to talk no i just couldn't like if i knew that it was bought with tainted money tainted tainted whatever it is it's tainted whatever it is you give it me i give it up to god i'm a god warrior Okay, but is it? It hasn't even been like proven. And now I thought I just can't. I can't we're not getting into this. <laughs> yeah, uh, like Mo is like, 
sometimes Mo doesn't even realize he's on the sinking ship with Erica. Like, it's like fine to like oh. acknowledge her as like a villain, which like honestly, in this episode, her in the fucking chocolate factory, oh, like villain, like campy villain. Like, she's like such a fucking villain. Like, it, luxury. It so it's luxury. 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 Do you remember it, those old SNL clips where it was like, luxury, effervescent? Molly Shambin. One time, I did a weird shoot in Mexico. Two of the girls disappeared, but I'm alive. Thanks, Champagne. (laughs) I got cut in half for real at a magic show. Now some of my middle parts are plastic bags. And I can't wait to fill them with Moe Shambin. Yes, Moe Shambin. Uh, That was Erica and Dorit in the fucking... um, in the chocolate. Okay, also, I sent this to one of our group chats. And if you guys, you need to look up that chocolate. I forget the name of it, but that is the best chocolate I've ever had. They used to be sold at my company. And they, it's like a luxury chocolate. Like one chocolate bar, I think, is like $12 for like a single bar. But I got it for like 3 bucks because they were like going out of business from in the store that I had. That is such good fucking chocolate. But it's also luxury. 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 Oh my gosh. No. Like, but yeah, like. Like, I was thinking about this earlier, and it was like, this party could have had a lot more drama, especially coming off of Aspen, which was like, boom, so much fucking drama. Like, a a nuke exploded in Aspen. You can tell that Lisa Renna was like trying. She was trying, but you know who wasn't there to fucking really drive it in was Kyle the Splits. Like, Kyle Richards wasn't there, and that is why we didn't get, like, an explosive drama-filled, like, episode. Like, it was more laid back. It was more... It felt, like, almost filler, but it wasn't filler because, like, there was still some things happening. But Kyle wasn't there to, like, fully drive the storyline forward. Like, Dorit tried with the Garcelle stuff um, and Erica, and then... Erica tried with her villainous line where she was like, if we're going to talk about everybody else's stuff, or Erica's stuff, what was are she we going to talk about everybody else? What was she wearing? And then also, like... I don't like, know, but she... I thought her hair and makeup looked fucking phenomenal. It looked... She, no, she looked like the heat monster, or the heat... Who? The heat miser. Who the fuck is that? You know, like, the I, Mr., like... You know, like, that, like, Christmas movie? The little claymation Oh, movie? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I'm Mr. He, Mr. <laughs> um, on this podcast, I know we talked, you talked about the pipeline from Leah Michelle to It's About Bravo. I would like <laughs> yeah. to talk about the pipeline from Christmas Claymation to It's About Bravo. <laughs> you, know. you bring it up a lot. And I think I do. I think it's fucking weird. <laughs> what do you, but I'm right. I remember when I posted that side by side of Terry DeBro and like Santa a lot of Claus people liked it. A lot of a people, lot of people liked agreed. It. They all were like, <laughs> um, yeah. I will say that I did grow up watching the Frosty the Snowman one a lot. That's a good that one. one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. one. Yeah. Um, those movies are scary though, actually. No, like low key, they're kind of scary. <laughs> like, like low key, scream could never. No, no, literally, could like never. Ryan Murphy wishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Um, but yeah, like, uh. Erica's whole are we gonna talk about everyone in this group are we gonna talk about what and then Diana's so fucking oblivious she's like I kept I kept (laughs) I kept quoting today the Diana clip where she's like Kathy was just raging (laughs) raging on everybody especially Kyle Um, you know what was actually um 
that whole like so like there's the whole crystal i i don't ever want to see a 1920s party on no i don't either and i feel like it's like when crystal was they were like walking down the stairs and she was like rob and i have an affinity for the 1920s i was like that's fucking weird. That's, That's weird. fucking weird. You sound when really he, spot. Yeah. No, but um, one of my favorite Dorit moments was when Crystal had just walked like right out and she was walking back down the stairs and all the group, like the group was like all in a circle. They were just talking about the real thing. And <laughs> Dorit goes, I don't know if like anyone picked this up. Like, did you pick it up? Or Dorit goes, something feels like, whoa. And then, and then there was <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> no. Do you, do you remember that part? No, I'm gonna have you know what you well, you know I rewatch about three it's times, so and the second funny. time is strictly like, for Dorit. Like, why is no one talking about this? Where Dorit's like, something feels like whoa. No, <laughs> like, I mean, okay, I'm gonna go back. My second rewatch is always strictly to find Doritisms. Yeah. And then my third is like when I'm in the background, like cleaning or something. Um, the first one is for notes for this podcast. Uh, but I will go back for my Dorit and I will catch that. <laughs> I can't with her. I did catch the Phoenix thing where Phoenix was going on and on about how she She's could like, not you have can't a soda. Have that soda. <laughs> she was and she was listening to her. She wanted to go put it back. She was like, no, I like what Phoenix would say. Have a coffee or something. <laughs> she was like, how am I, I going to stay, stay up? How am I going to stay up, baby? Have a coffee or something. I mean, Phoenix is right. That's a late night party. I mean, if Dorit's doing like, um, also, like, you can't just a Coca Cola like, not going to keep she's you. She's like, up. you can't have that Coke now. You'll have it later. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have the coke, mommy. It's already in your bag. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, let's talk about the Fallout app after Aspen, though. Like, so, like, and we spoke about this on the last episode. I love when Rena is so fucking dramatic for what? For I mean, what? She was so dramatic at the party too, though, when she was like, "I can't um, be here." I, I can't be here. I can't pretend that everything's okay. What I saw in that room, the things that I witnessed, I have never in my life seen a meltdown like that. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's okay. All right, but this is true. This is true. Rinna, you have seen a meltdown like that. Everybody near my husband. You did meltdown like that. In Amsterdam, a couple yeah, episodes threw, ago, you melted, you melted down like that. Like, nothing literally beats like, Amsterdam, though. You threw a glass at fucking Kim Richards and like, tried to choke her. You tried to choke her. You literally <laughs> tried to choke her. I loved like going back to. I want Kim Richards back so bad, but I obviously don't want Rena gone because when Kim would just call her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And mouth over there. How do you want to fix this without mouth over here interrupting? You know what? I don't appreciate that. I and do I not appreciate it. Talk don't talk to me like that. Then do you hear me? For a second. Don't talk to me like that ever, Please ever, okay. ever. Right. No, okay. do not shut me down. I am Please done. Don't. Nobody no. wants to talk to you. No one right. shuts me down. Kim. What do you want All right. To do to okay. Let, just let these two finish. Okay. Relax. I, I will. Well, like. <laughs> It was so good. At every reunion, Andy'd be like, Kim, and she'd be like, well, tell Mouth over there to shut up. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it. I love when a housewife just calls the mouth, and in Jersey, it's Trout Mouth. Trout Mouth trout is mouth. one of my favorite, like, or when insults Kim now. ended that, writ, like, when they were going at it, and then it was, like, silent for, like, 0. 0.5 seconds, and Kim just goes, go eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, Kim Richards is a fucking icon. Oh, please No, but Rena, Rena being, like, 
It was horrific. I have PTSD. The PTSD took me out. Please. I was like, girl, girl, get a grip. Like, if you don't shut the fuck up. I was like, get a grip. I was like, I think like she's like Meredith Grey on Grey's Anatomy who has real PTSD. Everyone she fucking knew has died. I literally, I'm like, I'm like, all right, what is like, what was said? Like, I want to know exactly what was said. She said she was going to take NBC down, Bravo down. She said she was going to destroy Kyle if it's the last thing she ever did. Okay. She made Kyle. Does, okay. Also, uh, like, does Bravo work, have bitch. The like, does Bravo have the footage, or like, like, do, no. do they have the footage of this, or are they just like, or they don't have the footage? Do they have the footage and they're like not putting it out because Kathy would take down NBC and okay, Bravo? So and what I like, heard is that remember I said in the last episode that they haven't shown them the last two episodes from the reunion, like uh-huh. from the season at the reunion. I heard it's because it might still be being edited to have stuff removed because of Kathy. And I think that that stuff is racial slurs and homophobic slurs. No way. Yeah. And like, oh, honestly, if you think about it, like, okay, think about it in this light of if either there were slurs said that were either racial or uh, homophobic. And Rena saying it from this light. So if she's like, I have PTSD, the things that were said, because Rena doesn't know if Bravo caught it on a mic, if Bravo is going to bring it up. Like, she has no idea if that shit's going to be brought up. So she has to act extra like, oh, my God, I'm not okay with this. This is really bad. I can't sit here because she said some, like, cancelable things. And in turn, if I sat in that room, then now I'm, you know? Right. Think about it from that light. So in Rena's mind, it's not just the... I'm going to bring Kyle down because that's obviously fucking camp. Please, please bring Kyle yeah, down. That's, like, that's amazing. That's incredible. That's what we want from you. Um, and, like if that, it's just that stuff, but if it's like the other stuff that has been alluded to and Rena still thinks that stuff is coming up, then. Cause okay, Rena was still a very, no, that's a really good point. I did not think about that. And that's wow. I'm th- girl. girl. Not, not be blowing I, your mind. I <laughs> blew my motherfucking mind and it's like yeah that would that would give me like a little bit of a no but i still think she's i'm i still think she's making up the obviously the dramatics of it all but i think that she needs to because she doesn't know how deep this is going to go and what's going to be shown you know right because she's like i gotta act extra oh my god i have ptsd i have to leave this party because if this woman was calling people x y and z and it's going to be shown on a hot mic moment because you know bravo loves a hot mic and right rena's been erica also said something this episode which i loved when she was like i think it was at the end of the episode when she said um everyone has a turn on this game and baby it's yours like like everybody gets you know this she said this game turns around on everybody and baby it's your turn yeah like it's true, you know, it it's is true. true. Everybody, everybody gets a turn on this wheel. We, everyone has a season where they it's a takedown season. Yep. Name me one housewife who has, and now we'll color you shocked. You know, is there I, a housewife who hasn't had a takedown season? I mean, uh, well, if we're talking about the entire cast, that'll take us too long. But just in Beverly Hills in general, I don't think that there's not one that hasn't had a takedown. You know, well, Crystal yet. Yeah, because she's like so mundane. <laughs> <laughs> Come, come on, Miss Merriam Webster. Come on, Merriam Webster. <laughs> I mean, mundane. Wow, that's a big word for you. Oh my God, right? <laughs> not, not me. Okay, first of all, not me bringing up this like cultural analysis on like fucking 
Kathy Hilton and the shit she said and the what it made Rena think of and then mundane. But I, honestly, uh, Crystal is so like flaze doll, like no one cares about her that it's like it would be hard for them to do a takedown because the audience in turn wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think any of us would be like, <gasps> takedown on Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, I mean Crystal's uh, Crystal's turn will come. So if why you- do you think also random? Well, not random. Next point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done talking about Crystal. Um, (laughs) Mundane. Mundane. Um, Why do we think Rinna took Kathy home herself? Um, I don't, to me, I don't know if Rinna is, cameras were down. Correct. At the. I mean, that's what, that's my question. So you cameras know, like, were down at the what is it called the Chastity Belt Club or the I don't know whatever club that wasn't gonna let Kathy <laughs> yeah in. so okay, she got so, in right like I guess yeah the whatever Coco Cabana Club Coco Cabana so they're at Coco Cabana and cameras down so I think Rena if Rena truly was just like okay you're screaming in Kyle's face maybe Rena was done for the night too she's like I'm out of here I'm not like let's just go let's just go home you know. Because if cameras were down, I don't think if Lisa Renna was the mastermind that people are painting her out to be this like, oh, my God, I'm fabricating stories. I'm a master manipulator and I'm going to put Kathy in that car so I can really guarantee a Kathy takedown. She would have had the Dubrode in Ireland and brought out that phone and taken a video of it. Yeah. If she was a mastermind, if it truly happened, which I truly believe that Kathy had a meltdown. If every woman is saying that Kathy had a meltdown inside that club, every woman, including her own sister, Kyle is saying she has a meltdown inside Coco Cabana. She had a fucking meltdown. They get into the Sprinter van, and she's having more of a meltdown. I don't think Rena's taking her home with the eyes of just, let's get, let's bring this woman down. Because then she would have brought out her phone like a real housewife would. Like a Tamara Judge has done. Like a Heather Dubrow's done. Like Bethany Frankel's done. Like the greats have done. Yeah, no, uh, Danny Pellegrino mentioned that. He's like so disappointed in the... Real Houses of Beverly Hills for not whipping out a camera. Like, okay, that was the first thing I thought of. I haven't even, I haven't listened to Danny. We love Danny on this podcast, but I'm saving, I have like two of his episodes saved up. I just listened to his interview with Wendy, but, um, good interview, guys. Just go and listen to it. It's like a paints a new light on Wendy. I like, they're like, he's had her on a lot, so they like have good rapport. Um, but like, yeah, I don't think that Lisa's like this crazy mastermind that's like, you know? Yeah. Like I think that she would have brought the phone out if that's if that was the case. Truly, I think she should have brought the phone out. I'm I mad at her for not bringing of the, out the episode phone out. when she was taking oxygen. Yeah, she had her stupid fucking tag on her fucking on her off white um on the sweater. And I hate when people keep that tag on. Like it's supposed to be removed. Remove the tag, Rena. Um. No, I just mundane. I just, mundane i think there's a lot of plot holes though um yeah because i think that bravo is protecting i'm just like it i know this wasn't i know kathy did not freak the fuck out over a conga line like you're not it's funny that is so camp but like you're not like there had that had been like the cherry on top you know i think it was the tequila it started with the tequila it started with kyle it started with everyone's Doing everything on the rug. She also, like, remember her the first night in Aspen when she was like, shut the fuck up, everybody? Oh, yeah. I think that, like, it just spiraled from there. And then, honestly, I've seen people drinking the tequila on TikTok. I've heard she's very strong. So I think Old Girl was 
sipping and dipping and she had it she fucking lost her shit i mean it, also the altitude her, the altitude even in her confessional she like didn't really like she was like what did i do like why are you okay like, was so that fast? kathy's first confessional of the season yes okay yes. thank you because i was like shook that's another thing zach that is another thing <laughs> think about it she hasn't had a confessional all season she knows that she did some shit and at the very end she's like let me throw on a little fucking top a little, little silk top. Little blouse. Little blouse. <laughs> on a little blousey blouse and start talking to you ladies about the one part where I might be canceled, but I don't talk about the entire season. Please. Guys, I've cracked the code here at It's About Bravo. Kathy. And honestly, okay, with all this being said, I'm going to say something. With all this being said, everything that we've said about Kathy, I'm still Team Kathy. <laughs> I'm still Team Kathy here. I'm still please bring kyle kyle has annoyed this shit out of me as much as i know that i don't want kyle off this show ever i think she's a great producer she is one of the greats to me amazing for the show um yeah she annoyed the shit out of me in aspen she threw a fucking temper tantrum, a rich little baby temper tantrum because fucking people wouldn't go to her stupid hat store like you threw a little tantrum you started crying and screaming and you're mad at dorit she didn't go to your fucking hat store please you're a child and i want your sister to bring you down I sympathize with Kyle on that. And I talked about that. I like, I feel like she had like had it. I like, and I've been there. I did that today. God sakes. How <laughs> does she do whatever the fuck she wants? So she brings those big fucking hump a lump of dogs all around fucking round. Those dogs need to go. Get those the dogs, dogs out of there. Those dogs, the true villain of Beverly. I literally, I texted, I texted our group chat and I said, the true villains of this series are not, of the Beverly Hills are not Erica Jane it is fucking those dogs, okay? Um, and Garcelle knows it. When she brought the dogs earlier in Aspen into that cafe, and Garcelle said, oh, you brought Storm. <laughs> How cute. Also, okay, so when Kyle was packing up and she had that big Sherpa fucking Chanel on one arm and the big Kiwasabi hat on, I'm like, please, my God, you're such a loser. Um, and she's going into the van and she's like, come here, Stormy. And that big fucking dog comes. The first thing that came to my mind was, now where the fuck is that dog going? <laughs> on the plane? That dog's going on the plane with them? Girl, too much Her new dog is cute, though. Yeah, but not to be brought around. And okay, you're that rich and your dog is chewing up shoes still? She's like, gotta get you training, Smokey Bear. Whatever the fuck. What do you that mean? Dog what do you What do you mean? Your dog is that's a, still that dog is a full blown puppy, like brand new puppy. No, it, you're not coming into my house until you're trained. <laughs> not into my bedroom. She has all. She's like, I wish I could bring one of them with me to go shoot Halloween forty five. And Jamie Lee Curtis would kick that fucking get that dog out. Get that dog. Would out. not have been like. She would not have been like. This is so chic. That, no, that would she would have been. No, she would have been like, I'm going to go shit myself like these fucking Activia ads. Have you ever seen the picture of Jamie Lee Curtis from the paparazzi where she's like screaming and she has the Activia in the hand? No. Like, oh my God, it's like a famous um, like reaction meme. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis and she's like at lunch and she's like, like Wait, I'm Googling it. It's like, you know, it's those ones that are outside of a restaurant. I feel like there's one with um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and Kirsten Dunst where she's like feeding him. That's like a famous one. It's like oh, famous. I have oh, I have seen this. I think yes. Okay. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis going to see Leah Michelle and Funny Girl, and Evan Ross Katz posted the grip that she had on her neck. <laughs> Did you see it? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Why? 
here we are talking about Funny Girl again. If we bring right, up Liam Michelle on this podcast one more fucking time. Well, Andy Cohen was also with Jamie Lee Curtis that night too. And they posted a video and Andy said, you know what's so chic? Win chimes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You guys think Dorit's going to be fired and Andy Cohen's using her catchphrase and she's the spearhead of the AMC uh, Don't Worry Darling ad. That was so camp. That was, I love that movie. You know what would have been more camp if they would have put it in the episode like they did on Roni? Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> that was Outrageous. That whole clip on Roni, the hustle and Hathaway was great in the hustle, wasn't she? Like that is the, still to this day one of the biggest jump scares in Housewives history. Like terrifying. I was terrifying. Like, oh. I was like, are, are we in a commercial? Yeah, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was oh shook. It. Um. Okay, let's. I want to talk about fashion a little bit at this party, the 1920s. I thought the girls could have brought it a little more. I did too. I thought Sutton looked good. Um, oh, I hated she looked, hers. No, she looked like authentic. Like, yeah, that doesn't mean it's good. It was better than a lot of the other girls. Um, I liked Garcelle's. It was I better wished, than Cherie's. Cherie's was from Garcelle. Amazon. They posted. I liked. I liked Garcelle's. I um, wish that Garcelle's pants were like a little bit more like wide leggy, like big trousery. But I loved I the liked, top half. I liked Cherie's. I like to read. Um, Garcelle's makeup and hair and the hat, fucking beautiful. I loved Crystals because I think like when we think of 1920s, it's like the American like Great Gatsby. There's so many cultures that went through 1920s, and like to see like the Chinese yeah. culture, I was like, wow, that is so like just such an interesting take on what you would normally think from 1920s. Also, when Sutton and um, Erica were sitting down talking about, like, the Pasadena house, and Rob came and sat down, and they were talking about how much it cost to build this basement and everything, and Erica's like, yeah, our house was from uh, 1928, and as soon as Erica said Pasadena, Rob, did you notice, hightailed it out of the conversation, out of frame. He ran from that frame. The um, conversation about that house was, like, so haunting. Like that clip just, of her with like in like giving um them Rena, the tour. Yeah, yeah, giving Rena the tour. It was what was so creepy about it, it was like she was playing a role, you know? Yeah. And she was like, Oh, and here's the dining room. We can have you and Harry over for dinner. It was just like playing the role of like housewife. housewife. And it was like, Wow, what a turn that she's made. And that's yeah, why you and can she's argue, like a completely different person. Yeah, argue with the fucking wall, as we say on It's About Bravo. Uh, if you think that Erica Jane is not one of the best housewives known to man, like, that is what is makes a housewife. Someone who came on and has had such a trajectory on this show and is still relevant and has had, like, so much happen to them. Like a Luann, you know? Yeah. Like a Portia Williams. Like I've said before, like those housewives, like, like a Teresa who Teresa still is that same kind of person, but she just had so much shit happen to her on camera. Right. But think about the housewives that really came on, like, like those three, Erica, Portia and Luann came on playing this completely different role. And then they're no longer that person. It's like all, they're, they're a completely different person. The trajectory, everything. It's like, it's like you watch, when you do it, like when you look at it, like from beginning to end, and it's not even like the end yet. Like there's still like you know there's still things going on and everything. Yeah, like they're that. all it's still just, in like, the crazy. Room. You know, it's like nuts. Like Lisa Rinna still seems like the same person from season five. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, I would say. You know, so like that's what I mean. It's like there's the housewives, and like you just see like a complete arc. 
Yeah, you know? that's what makes that's what makes them like incredible housewives, and that's what makes Erica Jane an incredible fucking housewife. Like, I think she is. I mean, this whole episode, especially okay, her in the confessional talking about when she was like, "Fuck it, fuck the neighbors," and then she went into that. I fully, fully thought we were texting about this earlier, though. We fully thought that she was going to go into the army hammer stuff. Because she was like, fuck the neighbor. And then mid-confession was like, actually, I want to talk about... And then goes into this whole spiel. And I'm like, oh my god, she's about to talk about Army Hammer. She did not. She did not. No. I don't think they want to touch that with a 10-foot pole if they have the Kathy stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. They're like, we... Or, they're I mean, like, she maybe she did talk about it. And they're like, we're not airing this. We're not airing this. Especially did you watch after the documentary? that. Especially, no, I haven't yet. I want to. I have. And I have a lot of opinions on it. But they're Patreon opinions. They're not... They're not main food opinions. <laughs> oh, <kidding>. God. <laughs> oh, favorite. God. Yeah. I just think that it was... It, I, honestly, it was a very well-done documentary, but I think that a lot of the players of it kind of, like, were just... It was odd, and there's a lot. We'll, I, I, we'll, we'll probably do okay. Patreon on it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I liked this episode. I thought it was good. Um, was missing Kyle. It was missing Kyle. She was getting was chased missing- by Michael Myers. She said, I'd rather get chased by Michael Myers than talk to Kathy. Well, I mean, the weird thing was that Kathy was just, like, stuck in that. Okay, listen, this too, guys, this too. So if Kathy's playing this whole, I did nothing wrong, why is she not flying back with them? Why is she trapped in this room? Why did they, Bravo, not mention the fact that she was writing on her husband's Instagram, get me out of here, call, help, 911, get me out of here, send the jet. Rick, I need help. Yeah, (laughs) no, seriously. Yeah, and then she was locked in the room. Then she went into a hotel. She wouldn't leave because she does it. And then, I mean, the text messages that Lisa Renna has alone, silence is golden. I'm saying silent. <laughs> like, and then, I mean, okay, this was truly camp. Kat, at the end of the end, of, at the end of the episode in her single confessional from the season where she's like, um, yeah, Renna's mom died. She's going through a lot. And I understand why she left early. <laughs> and if the conversation that we had in Aspen, which was totally nothing, no, nothing. But there, if there was a conversation, what did she say off, was the, was the toe that broke the camel's back? Yeah. If the conversation that meant nothing was the toe that broke the camel's back, then I understand why she left early. She's going through a lot what a gaslighter (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i love her i love her so much she's great i will always think about how you did not want her on the show i will i will eat my words eat your words eat your fucking words i will eat my fucking words because i thought that this was someone totally different until i will say if you guys have not seen the paris hilton documentary kathy is like, she's the villain of that documentary. Yeah, she's the villain. Like she sent her daughter away to a really fucked up place. And also, I watched did you watch any of Paris in Love? No. I know you didn't. Um I watched <laughs> know why i'm asking you um i watched every episode of it and sh- it was it was pr it felt like she was doing the same kookiness that she was on here she really had to like turn that image around like fast she's like we got to think of something quick she's like call kyle get me on that fucking housewife show literally turn this bitch around oh my gosh well i'm excited to see more of like the next episode next episode we get that conversation where rena's like Kathy, you're not going to get away with this. Something Things about you, you said about this beautiful sister of yours. <laughs> okay. Also, I want to say something. I want to sign off with this. Lisa Renna's confessional, fucking stunning. Lisa Renna's wig at the Pretty Mess weave extension. Next episode launch. My God, stunning. 
stunning the best Rena has ever looked that wig and it's i think the same wig at the reunion Rena's reunion look holy fuck if she goes out she's going out guns a blazing guns a blazing she looks she's, hot she looks hot she looks i hot love that fun. her and erica both gave no fucks and posted their photos from the reunion that's never happened as as of recent as of recent no and they looked good they they looked great I'm excited to see the rest of the looks and hopefully because right now we're two for two with yeah, looks, we're two for two because last year we were zero, zero for zero. Zero for zero. Not one of those women looked good last year. Not one. Um, oh. well, that is our recap on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills. We are going now into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Please move please. on. Yes, please. Okay. You know what, Andy? So, I have one little thing to say. Okay, okay. You are a lying bitch. Okay. You better okay, find out. That's not a little thing. You, you, don't call you me better a stop lying, lying about you my name. You better stop lying And you better about lying about me. my car. Don't do and that. And tonight when don't I post it, you better apologize. Don't do that. You, you better never apologize. Don't you ever mess my character. You've been arrested. All right, guys. Let's talk about part two of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. This one was light. It was fun. It was cute. It was a little fillerish. But until the end, it had its moments. It had its moments. Did you also notice um, a big topic of conversation towards the end was Miss Portia? Don't make me call Portia. <laughs> they said her name again. I Lee. have that in my notes. I have that like they're bringing up Portia a lot, a lot. Um, and allegedly, allegedly, guys, um, do not sue us. All alleged here. If it does not come true, don't come in our DMs. But it is alleged that Miss Portia Williams, along with every single cast member from this season, have signed on. I don't know about Miss Magneta. I don't know if she's a cast member or not. No, uh-huh. she's a friend of. But um, I do hope that Portia's back. I think she's back. For sure. Yeah. I know she's back. Manifest it. Speak it into existence. Like yeah. Portia Williams is on season 15 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So when Portia Williams comes back and shoots her first scene with Drew Sedora, and they are kikiing, ha-haing, and Portia's like, so catch me up to date. What's going on, girl? Um, and then we get, you know, the meetup with Sheree for the first time, and Sheree's like, <laughs> this is gonna be good! And then we get the inevitable her and Kenya... I think at first they're going to come together because they're hate of Marlo. Yeah. And then it's going to turn. It's going to yeah. turn. It always I, does. Yes. And I can guarantee by the end of the season, Portia and Marlo will prop Marlo's going to try to get back with Portia. Cause she knows that Portia and Marlo versus Kenya will be iconic. Question for you. What is the city with the most housewives who have left and have con- come back? I, I think it's Atlanta. It's oh, but it's for sure Atlanta. Yeah, I mean you have Nene, Sheree, and Kenya, and then if Portia does it, Portia, yeah, Portia. I mean, also Kim is coming back as a friend. Yeah, I think for sure Marlo has come back as or left as a friend, come back full time. You know, it's got to be Atlanta. It has to be Atlanta for sure, and that's how you know it's a good fucking cast because they have icons that they just keep rotating in that mix. Yeah. And honestly, okay, 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 okay. Listen to me. Hear me out. I'm go, go for okay. It. Go for I got it. it. Okay, so imagine Portia comes back, and we get just one moment with Nene Leaks. Like she really I just tra- need one. One. No, give scene. me two. Give me two. Give me two. One scene. She is that Nene Leaks. 
Oh my god. You know who would be gagged? Gagged. Candy and um Kenya. Yeah. Absolutely gagged. Oh my god. I can see the look on Candy's face. Oh, I want Nene back. I want Nene back so bad. But only if she plays the housewife game. I hate only when if she, she plays it. the housewife's game and only if she also did you see um Bia the rapper is sampling Nene? I posted it on the Instagram yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love Bia. Icon. I've never really listened to her before, but that sample was was great. What was the what was the line? Um I forget. Anyways, go look at on her Instagram story. Wait, you've never listened to Bia? Uh-oh. You never oh my god, I'm gonna send you like I've sent it to the group chat before our we have a music group chat, guys. But she has a song called London with J. Cole. It is such a good fucking song. Like, oh, such a good rap song. Maybe I have heard of her. I'm in London. I like to go and shop at the mall. Shop at the Prada, shop at the store, Christian Dior. I'm in London, I like to go and shop at the mall. Shop at the Prada, shop at the store, shop in the drop and stop at Dior. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing no, obviously i mean nada. you've you've heard of her with uh there's a whole lot of money in this mother oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah with the nikki yeah. ayo bia i'm gonna show oh. you which one bia okay 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 anyways enough of my rap career which is wildly embarrassing and your singing career and i will never <laughs> what was that, what was that? <laughs> i will never say sorry for my singing career the why did you just sound like fucking like rosie o'donnell for a second <laughs> <laughs> not rosie oh my god remember um, when hollywood tried to pretend that rosie wasn't a lesbian <laughs> girl girl the closet door was glass yeah sean mendez bye. um all right so question about the reunion is <laughs> <laughs> enough about rosie is Marlo's name actually Latoya. Okay, in the birth certificate, it did look like it was changed with Instagram font. <laughs> like, Not Instagram font. No, seriously, it did. It did, right? Like there was a little bar. Um, Marlo Patrice Hampton. I love how Kenya was like, "You don't even talk about how you've been arrested." Yada yada yada. And I'm like, she just was talking about her mugshots two seconds before. Yeah. No. Uh, and like, it. We've talked about it. We've talked about the arrest. Like we've. It's yeah, been everyone, brought up. Everybody, everybody knows. knows. Yeah. It's on Housewife's merch. Like, come on now. There's Etsy shops that are selling it. Okay. Like, I like when Kenya, like people know. People know that she's been arrested multiple times. I like when uh Andy was like, How old are you when this was? And she's like, Andy, this was in my twenties. And she's trying to cancel me. Like, I, this was so long ago. I loved when uh, <laughs> I loved when uh Marlo was like, Andy, I have one thing to say. You are a lying bitch. <laughs> She said, I have a little thing to say. And then Andy said, that's not that little. That's not that little. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I can't with the Anthony call of it all. That was so cringe. He is so cringe. He is so cringe. When Drew was like, oh, he's changing it up. I mean, also, Sheree, just going back to Sheree saying, oh, I have like 15 people on my phone as assistants, painters, none of which you pay. I, I truly just cannot. And and then she was like, Anthony, was I ever, were you ever my assistant? No, you were not. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, you know who's having so much fun at this reunion? Kenya. 
Kenya, but also Andy Cohen. <laughs> Andy yeah. Cohen is having a ball. It feels like for once the uh, Atlanta, or for once in a while, the Atlanta reunion is very lighthearted and like fun. Yeah. And yeah. I think Andy's having a great time. When he looked at uh, Kenya and Marlo and was like, this ain't no driveway. Like, calm down. This ain't <laughs> stop no stop driveway. with the driveway. We are not in the driveway. <laughs> calm it down. Um, Andrew Cohen is having a great time. And also Kenya, I am... I'm obsessed with Kenya. I'm loving her energy. She she was so fucking shady when Andy was. She's like, "Can I get a tissue?" And he's like, "Are you moved? Is that like, do you want to shed a tear?" And she was like, "She's like, no, my nose is just a little itchy and cold. <laughs> no, my nostrils just really cold." He was. He thought it was hilarious. He was like, "Yeah, ah. I thought that was so funny. That was like, I was like, bitch." Uh, also, the callback to the square reader between Marlo's legs. <laughs> you are the only woman I know with a square reader between your legs. <laughs> it made me think of the iconic uh, Marlo versus Kim when she was like, Kim, you and I are cut from the same cloth. Actually, Actually we're, we're not. not. You're, You're a whore. whore. <laughs> <laughs> iconic read. I love Kim, that reunion with Marlo. Kim Richard, uh, Kim Zolciak was so fucking shook. <laughs> she, she gagged her a bit. She gagged she, her a bit there. She truly gagged her a bit. She gagged her a lot. It is so funny. But then there's we have Marlo versus Kenya for a while for a lot of the reunion. I'd feel. I feel. Yeah, like, like the entire end of it was just them going back and forth. Also, did you catch when Sheree was trying to make it better that she said that Candy sucks dick everywhere? She like so they were playing that clip and uh, Sheree looks like Candy and she goes, "What you just sucked dick in a bed." <laughs> I like what she's like. I'm sure that you have sucked dick in a car and stuff. And she's like, <laughs> she was she's like to... yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you have too. She's like, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what? You just sucked dick in a bed. <laughs> also, Mo and I were talking about this earlier before we started recording, but there was a lot of mention of you know our little hometown here, Cleveland. We're Cleveland girls back from Cleveland, like where I'm from. Just like Sheree, which just like Sheree. Mind you, I was out for the Browns game on this past weekend, and Sheree was just down the street at the game, and I had no Literally, idea. Literally, she was like in a five mile radius from you. Yeah, I can't believe. I can't. And I had believe. no idea. Ugh, Sheree, and you know Sheree would have taken a photo. She would have jumped on an Instagram live with you. She wouldn't have paid you. She wouldn't have paid you a single no. dollar. No, no, but, but I would have jumped on a live with you. She would have done a video with you. She would have done a. She, we could have had her record the next time on It's About Bravo. <laughs> could you? Um, could Could you imagine? I would literally. Oh, I should actually think about that the next time I meet a housewife. Just be like, "Can you?" Uh, no, because then they'd be like, I, how, what, "Am I getting paid for this?" Yeah, Sheree would definitely be like, uh, "Yeah, you're gonna pay me." Yeah, be like, she, "I'll give you uh, twenty five bucks." <laughs> <laughs> she would take it. She'd be like, "Yeah, sure. <laughs> Give me your fucking phone. <laughs> Give me your phone, guy." Next time on it's about Bravo. <laughs> She's like, "You're only going to use this once, right?" We're like, "Yeah, sure." No one listens. Yeah, no, to the what? Podcast. No, we only every 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 episode. Yeah, you're like, it's it's a brand new podcast. We have like five listeners. <laughs> like, no one ever listens. No one, no one listens. We're not streamed all around the globe, <laughs> but yeah, this reunion. I'm excited for part three though i okay, feel also like- wait did you who's the white guy alex who's a crook <laughs> did you catch that no 
when she was like, how do you know about her name being uh, Patrice or whatever? And she was like, check your Carfax because you're lying on your Carfax, um, LaToya. And she was like, who told you that? And then Kenya was like, Alex told me. And Candy was like, don't get him in trouble. And she was like, no, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to say it then. And then Marlo said, Alex, who? Oh, the white guy that you know, the crook. (laughs) (laughs) I like... I don't know. I, I'm kind of over the three-part reunion model. If it's like, for a season like this of Atlanta, I don't think that we needed a three-part. No. Which I, I didn't, you know, this season I thought was great. I loved it. Um, it just was not up to Atlanta standards. I think that we're going to get there for sure next season. I think with Portia back in the mix, like we've said, it's going to be a good next season. Um, but yeah, this could have just been like a lighthearted, fun kind of two-part yeah, reunion. Yeah, like two-parter. Like, I, I don't... Atlanta reunions have been notoriously dark. Like, yeah, very dark. So, like... Really, really traumatic shit. So, I mean, we could have a lighthearted, fun two-part reunion. Why not? Right. I thought it was great. Everyone was having fun. The girls seemed like... And the season ended with everybody getting along. So why not, you know? Yeah, I just like... You know, I think that Bravo is always wanting to add more and pile on the seasons and like well, yeah, because they want more ratings and also the it was last, very evident last season on Beverly Hills when they did four parts and that was completely unnecessary. Well, also part two of the reunion of Atlanta was the highest rated of the season, so it's like everyone's watching. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think though there's only up to go from here, and I don't even really. You know, for me, going to watch the second part, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm glued to this. But by the end of it, I was like, wow, I had fun. Yeah, I love these girls. I I'm, I fucking love these girls. And I so allegedly everyone has been asked back, like I said, from the cast, including Portia. And I think it's the right move. I think they all should be back. Um, well, you know how we feel about candy. But <laughs> <laughs> we lost. We and lost. So, so, so many people messaged uh, me about my dream cast and they're like why isn't candy in it and i was like listen to the podcast then I, the podcast. I, i'll tell you why guys i candy is an incredible housewife she's given us a lot of time i think it's just like when it's, it's time to time's yeah up. time's up baby when it's time to go it's time to go and like i don't think candy even wants to be there from yeah. the look of that third seat at the reunion i don't think she wanted to be there like, the fact that she had the same seating placement as Sanya, I don't think she wanted to be there. And I think that, like, when she talks about, like, oh, we're filming and stuff like that, I think it's just, like, that she got asked back. Like, I think it's just, like, her being, like, yeah, they need me. Like, I don't think she really, like, cares. Yeah, I don't think she does either. Also, um, Sheree's man is fine as hell. I haven't seen a picture of him. Oh my god, Marta. Oh, fine. I love when he like FaceTimed and Kenya snatched that phone up so quick. I just can't get over like the change in Kenya Moore. Like them talking about it from Dancing with the Stars, from like everything about her just seems like a different person. Like she's so like un- like love and light. <laughs> so corny. Wait, he is He's very hot, right? Hot. As Kenya said, I heard from a tenant. A uh, friend of a friend that that D is a 10 out of 10. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. That man is hot. Okay, also, um, the more and more that I looked at Drew during the reunion, hot. She looks really hot. good. No, she looks really pretty, actually. Like, yeah, she looks so thin. The hair, the go-naked hair that Portia's giving her looked good. I thought it was hilarious when they asked Drew about the gaslighting of it all. Yeah, and then she was like they made a whole movie for us I couldn't believe it it's like no your husband's a gaslighter and she was yeah. like 
oh, I knew what the word meant. I just didn't know what it meant in relation to Ralph. And then she was like, but then I thought about it. And I was like, hmm, gaslighter. Like, hello. Also, when she, like, embarrassingly was talking about the, um, like, having a kid for your man, even though you don't want to have a kid. And Sanya's like, yeah, like, it's we're women. It's, like, our bodies. We shouldn't have to do that. And she's like, yeah, but the men can't give birth. So if they want to, you have to. Like, as a man and a woman. And Andy's like, wait, what? <laughs> she is, like, she is growing on me, but she is still so embarrassing. No, the only reason that she's growing on me is because she's so embarrassing that, like, she's not in on the joke. Yeah. That's the only reason she's growing on me. If she was, like, tried to take herself seriously, I'd be like, get her the fuck off my screen. But also, she's going to be Portia's main tie into the group. So it's like, yeah, we have to... Like, her and Portia are still super close. Um, okay, well, with that being said, I feel like I'm excited for part three, and I'm excited for next season. And I'm also really excited for the tidbits that we're going to get of, like, Portia's first scene, um, you know, Nini's first scene with Portia. <laughs> just just make it happen, Bravo. Please do whatever you have to do. Yeah, whatever you heard it you first. Whatever you have to do, whatever amount of fucking money you have to give those women, you give that. You give Make it, it happen. And I know you have it. Stop being cheap. Well, with that being said, that is our recap of part two of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Thank you guys so much for listening to our latest episode of It's About Bravo. You guys know what to do. Make sure that you follow us on our socials on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at about underscore Bravo. Make sure you subscribe, get those notifications so you know when the episodes come out. And leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you like this new format. And more topics that you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.